So Ben, you definitely watched the marriage breakdown, right? I did. I was able to. Uh, I, I think within the like the last um, week, week and a half, I uh, I started getting through them. It was only like seven episodes, so I was able to mm-hmm. do like two or three in a, in a night, and then a couple of days later, I did another one or two, and then uh, and then knocked out the last couple uh, recently. So uh, yeah, yeah, I was able to. to and because I'd I'd been hearing like oh, interesting stuff, like oh, it's some. You know, it's really well acted, and and you know, it, I, I I like some of those murder mystery um, shows, and so uh, I put it on, and and uh, yeah, it was good. It was really interesting. Uh, I had, a, I, had a, I I I think I I think the thing that I saw that gave me the most in, uh, kind of interest in it was the um, kind of not live skit about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did not ago. even see that one. About six, about six weeks ago, there was a Saturday Night Live skit, and it was just like you know, the over-the-top accent and, like, the beer and all this stuff. And they, they murdered my daughter! And uh, that was kind of the vibe. And so I was like, oh, I got to watch this just because they'll, they'll have, like, the over-the-top uh, accents, which was great. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't even really know how, if HBO thought this would be really popular. Because if, mm-hmm. if you're getting, like, a Saturday Night Live skit for a limited series show that's pretty big right yeah 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 I mean, I, it's kind of one of those things where like when snl spoofed serial the podcast that was kind of like okay this is a um, cultural like a force now to be to receive snl treatment right i mean i think hbo itself is because it's such a curated channel mm-hmm. uh that that you know it it gets a lot of attention anyways but on its own um and then so people will watch it and they know like and then it's got you know an oscar winner leading the cast uh and so it it's gonna get eyeballs on it but i think you get that combination of of like oh it's you know a a prestige kind of show uh and they'd had some some good ones recently you know um the one with uh Hugh, hugh grant uh was interesting um uh and i think so anytime one of those shows pops up on hbo site at least people get pay attention to it and then you add in like the uh the how like connected to like the town and kind of the vibe of of the place that 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 show was like it 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 you know uh i think it, it makes people just you know get a get a chuckle out of like how specific it was and you know this is like a specifically you know uh whatever near philadelphia area you know pennsylvania vibe it gave off because um but it was it was it was, it was interesting <laughs> it was just really funny the the you hear those like those drops in like the accents of people and so you you're like oh this is really <laughs> you know you you're like oh this is kind of how people talk. i mean we're from you know we're from the california and so we 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 get the we don't get to engage with people that have that kind of accent often and so yeah. when you see it, oh, this is really interesting, how, you know, <laughs> the, the way that they talk. Uh, and then you see, like, but it doesn't help. So, like, the, the old sketches from, like, the um, their, their interpretation of what California is, is, like, the Californians' uh, sketches yeah. uh, <laughs> talk about, right, it's PCH, man. And so, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, part of it is just, like, it's for fun, uh, you yeah. know, to make fun of something that's popular or something that, yeah. that's, that's funny. Uh, yeah. But the show 
I thought was was really good. Uh, and I saw some some kind of analysis on on just the acting. You know, it it, it felt like you were just seeing like a, a real life, you know, detective in her you know late forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, having to deal with the small town issues. You know, and then all of a sudden, this like really big thing pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's what I thought was interesting too was that um, these people just stuck around, like you know, it was from you know they they the first episode was them celebrating the anniversary of that championship, and then this essentially like. I think that was probably the starting five that they focused on, right. right? So then they're all still in that town, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fully, fully part of the town for, for better, or for worse. Right. Um, well, it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing that like for myself, I live in San Francisco and so, you know, it's a huge city, you know, uh, you're, you're just not expected to, be in such close quarters with mm-hmm. everyone knowing all your because it's such a yeah. big city right and and but my like i get the vibe off of it just from like having my parents are from like a super small town in mexico mm-hmm. and the vibe at that little small town you're talking three thousand right. people and so the vibe that that place gives off is what i felt from this it's like everybody knows your business everybody has like an idea of kind of who you've dated in the past or like uh you know what you're known for and that that came out and like like oh yeah mayor you know right. mayor was really popular or, or was well known for having done this and yeah. was like this bright spot of our town um you know yeah maybe the, the the brightest thing that ever happened to that town um and it just seems like oh yeah it's you know it's a uh, it's pennsylvania so it's you know uh kind of what are what other things there are there that make that place run and maybe they just mm-hmm. don't have that and why people stick around because you know there's right. it's, it's steeped in tradition uh and so right. people to break away from that maybe is is hard to do in, the, in those, yeah. those parts of the yeah and, and with those small town connections it's like you can't at least for the for the for East Town, there's like you can't ghost people, right? Because then you, you're all living in and you have shared, you have all the shared relationships, whether it's like your your relative or your cousin is married to someone else, or your best friend is a um is a co- is a coworker. It's like all kind of like you can't avoid each other. So you are all up in your business because everything is kind of ending up kind of your it is your business. Um uh, yeah. I mean, what I appreciated was that, like, that whole, uh, you know, small town family thing just kind of stayed through the entire season, particularly with the resolutions, right? So mm-hmm. when Dawn, the the woman of the, uh, the, mo- the mother of the daughter who got kidnapped, mm-hmm. um, when she was you know apologizing to mare that was just like super super emotional right mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. seeing how 
mayor reacted to that you know she wasn't mad really i don't think mayor was really mad at all at how don was reacting to how she handled the case previously right yeah um so yeah man that the performances i would say were like really really good all the Mm -hmm. way across the board um my only issue was with dylan with the uh, oh the dad or the sorry the um the non-dad the the (laughs) fake dad the fake dad yeah Uh um you know towards the middle towards the end of the season you know i understand that they're doing it because it's tv right they did it for Mm -hmm. tv reasons but just the red herringness of his actions was really meant to just kind of like put some doubt in whoever uh whoever was the murderer or like there's got to be something going on with him are you talking about like burning like retrieving those journals burning them and then like trying to um you know scare the yeah particularly scaring particularly scaring the best friend like that was that seemed like it was way too too much right super super extra especially for the reason for it which was explained a lot in the the finale where it's just like he didn't want to break his parents heart exactly having the kid taken away like it seems a little yeah but i mean i know why i did it for you know i know why they did it right just mm-hmm. to because mm-hmm. it's it's for the audience right yeah and that's essentially what all the other murder mm-hmm. mystery uh, tv dramas have been right yeah. um but i did well, appreciate uh him going to lori and giving the the money Mm-hmm. That that was kind of like, that was kind of nice. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean it kind of fits the 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 mode with all the characters is that they're not all just completely like one way or the other. Like there's there's rough sides to them, and some some are more villainous than others. But then at the same, they're kind of you know they're well balanced. Like where there's uh, heart or humanity involved in all of them it's not just like you can't just toss them out as like shitty people except for the person who who kidnapped um, <laughs> the girls uh, at the um and killed um our boy uh colin <laughs> he was the only real like evil person in here but like um, i don't know and then ultimately the the whodunit i mean everyone's gonna watch something for whatever they whatever connects to them but i didn't I wasn't as connected to it as which I mentioned earlier. I wasn't as connected to it mainly because of the who done it. That's that drives the plot, but the bigger impact of it was the um the character work, right? The, the character work, the lives. Um it was, it's a family drama that happened to have and I love family dramas, um, that happened to have uh an intense murder mm-hmm. investigation. Um because yeah, the I wasn't necessarily surprised by the twist in the season finale um, because they had kind of set it up that way. Like there's, there seemed to be something more going on with Brian and maybe they kind of try to uh, deflect because of the, um, the affair, but um, yeah. 
I thought one of the earliest, uh, one of the red herrings that was just that might have paid off was a. Uh, remember when a uh, mayor was talking to Evan and he's like, she said that you know, uh, uh, I was a, something about teenage. Don't ever trust teenage girls, <laughs> or don't 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 um, underestimate um, teenage girls because she was one. I'm like, then I think that was kind of like trying to cast some some kind of shadows on whoever it was. It might have been. Um, her daughter or the best friend. Wait, so where was Dylan when he left that night? I can't remember. No one, um, I don't think they've determined. It's, okay. I don't remember. Because he just said that he was driving around. Got it. And then I think at the, when, he was being interviewed at the police station. That's when he said like, oh, I want a lawyer or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. There are, there are two moments like, uh, like really kind of, I mean, I guess they weren't super subtle, but like, well, actually some of them were more subtle, but two moments that um, kind of like emphasize the, uh, the acting pieces, like, you know, like the performance and then like kind of like the, um, the really centered emotional pieces to this. So um, that I appreciated in this last episode, one it all happened at the older man's house, the one that um, where they had the the surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how like uh, he he brought her in and he was asking Mayor about like how if she's if it gets any better with having to deal with the death, mm-hmm. and she said no. And then the, I don't know if you noticed the older man, basically he just like had this defeated like body where he just put his head down and he just froze still out of just like defeat. You know, like I th- he was hoping that there was gonna be um, someone to say, hey, yeah, it gets better, but no, it gets uh, whatever. So he just kind of had that kind of like, um, uh, reaction, mm-hmm. which I thought was really um, powerful and it's subtle, subtlety. And this is from a character that we barely even know, right? He's he was more, end up being more of like a comic relief. Um, right. uh, and that was really sad to see, you know, like you know, having see, seeing someone how like just in that moment get crushed, their yeah. hope get crushed. And then the other part about um, when in in that same scene or that same section was um, when Mayor realized about the gun and she ran to the ran to the surveillance camera and then she saw was it ryan and then her reactions to it like her kind of like um like her hope just being crushed that yeah 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 and then uh when when she went to the school like you could tell that she dreaded going to the school Mm -hmm. right and then when she was up on that fence and kind of looking down she was just like that was, that was brutal because she knew she knew exactly what was going to happen, right? She knew that she would follow it through to the end, and she knew right away that it would hurt her best friend, the the only person that wouldn't like push her away, right? I, I do have to say that um, the one performance uh, that really didn't really stick with me in this series was uh, Ryan. <laughs> Oh, the, the kid, right? The kid. Like, 
when he didn't have to say anything and his only role was to be um, a really troubled, concerned, sad son um, in the middle parts, portions of the, the series, he was fine. But then like him trying to emote and act and say his lines about why he ended up killing, yeah, he accidentally killed Aaron was, yeah, I don't know, but I also am. I always get kind of um, taken out of the, the 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 space when with most kid actors. <laughs> I think I've complained about that on the pod before. I think you have, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that that sounds familiar. <laughs> because he did, his, there's... he did his best work with the legendary. Yeah. Yes. And totally down for that. No, but yeah, I mean, there's other kids who are like, you know, there's other kid actors who like sometimes when they kill it, it's like it's noticeable because they don't normally kill it. But then usually, kid acting kind of gets me out of the space because it's relatively usually bad. <laughs> not that I know how to act, but then I'm also, you know, I'm not paid to do those roles. <laughs> what about the um, when he beat up that kid? With the lunch tray, that was awesome. <laughs> There's an MVP moment. The other kid totally deserved it. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, he did. That's where, that's why I told my kids like, this is why you're not a shit. Like, don't be don't be rude to other people, man. Because if you get yeah. if somebody hits you, you end up deserving it most of the time. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I'm wondering why he didn't just have his sister hang out with him at school. Like, why is he letting his sister sit by by? herself knowing that kids are going to be assholes because he's an asshole too <laughs> he's the murderer man, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> murder wait so let's let's talk about who like the so let's talk about the dads right so yeah. the dads are guy pierce rich brothers Yep. With a. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't remember any of the names. So I. Yeah, I'm yeah. So them. Guy Pierce. Affiliated with. The, the professor, yeah. the love interest. The love, mayor's love interest. And then yes. there's Frank, who's David Denman from uh, The Office, Pam's uh, ex boyfriend, who <laughs> lived right behind. Ex husband. Ex- oh, Pam's ex boyfriend. Right, right. Pam's ex boyfriend. Yeah. Um, there's ex-husband yes and then there's also dylan dylan which is a fake fake dad right Mm -hmm. and then um, kenny patrick murney kenny mcmurney mcmenamin mcmenamin aaron's dad oh yeah aaron's dad aaron's dad dad. and then uh laurie's husband john ross john ross John Ross, and then and also there's um, more, and then the the fathers themselves, the the priests, yes, their fathers. <laughs> no, well, not the deacon. <laughs> I don't think deacon counts. Oh, deacon, deacon Mark is not. Yeah, he's a deacon. I mean, we don't know his backstory. Maybe he is a a dad, secret, <laughs> secret, secret dad. Um, there's, there's also um, a Billy Dad. Oh Billy yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy, dad. Billy and John's dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then there's also the dad oh, yeah. of the um, of Dylan's girlfriend, the one that threw the 
the milk jug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lansing of Brianna. I don't even know. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if it's like. I don't know if there's a best dad, but it probably would be Frank, right? It would probably be um, Pam's ex-boyfriend. He's probably the best dad, right? Well, the funny thing about that is I was, um, when I was say, I was promoing this, I was like, we're going to rank the dads, but I wasn't saying if we're going to rank them. Best or worst? Best or worst. I'm not even sure what we're ranking them. <laughs> it's pretty easy to say who the worst one is, but... <laughs> Well, who is the worst one? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, John Ross as the uh, you know <laughs> multiple philander slash uh, you know slash uh, um what is it uh, oh, yeah pedophile not pedophile, pedophile slash slash yep. uh, incest uh, yeah kind of hit the track there so yep. but he was gonna take I'm the gonna fall for his for his son's is, um, well, mistake guess, though I right. <laughs> So they all have layers. There you go. Well, no, I mean, I was going to suggest Aaron's dad <laughs> as the worst. But, he, yeah. but, he, but even he get a revenge, uh, you know, uh, to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, but he was also oh an God. abuser. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, if he was willing to help pay for DJ's ear. Uh, surgery none of the um none of the drama of that night would have unfolded that is true (laughs) (laughs) so 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 are you are you with me on uh aaron's dad being the worst dad given that he only really had like uh a, a an episode and a third to really um, have any part of his character. Um, probably. <laughs> John Ross isn't like a great person. He's kind of a horrible person. But in terms of like the dad bubble. Dad. The dad bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, you know, but as a dad, right. I'm really... <laughs> Which realistically, if you're a horrible person otherwise, and bringing that into your your son's, um, your kid's life, then yeah, of course, that, that should kind of disqualify you from any of your... Uh, uh... Oh my God. But that dad bubble, he's still... <laughs> what about, um, what about Mayor's dad? I mean, we didn't see him, but... Mm. You know, like he sounded like he was pretty shitty too, right? Because Mare, like the reason Mare is the way she was, was probably because of her dad and her relationship with her mom is definitely impacted by uh, Mare's mom and dad's relationship as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's that's where we get into like the whole discussion about mental health. Uh, that mm-hmm. that is up, right? Like the the whole series really, really the backstory of the series mm-hmm. has to do with people's relation to mental health and mayors, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
um, the relationship with her son and, and, you know, and, and then before that, her dad, right? Like, this was a guy who was obviously, the dad was obviously depressed, the whole idea of like having, being, you know, kind of going away for multiple days just so mm-hmm. that the mom didn't have to do during that time frame because of, of his like depression or, or I'm not sure what, the, you know, they, I don't think they ever said what exactly he was, di- would have been diagnosed with, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then that ended up with, with kind of the son having mental health, health issues, like, that's a that's a that's an interesting thing is like does mental health and the inability to treat it and what results of it make you like like how much can that you know be on you and be you know towards your kids and that's i mean mm-hmm. i think for a lot of people like how is your mental health like do you need to make sure that your mental health is taken care of so that you can make sure that you're right. not passing on, even if it's just like passing on your shitty parenting yeah. to your kids? Mm-hmm. Um, just gen- gen- generational trauma. Yeah, man. There's that. So then I think it goes back to like the whole small town thing, right? Because then there's this idea that none of them <laughs> left. And then for some of them, that was misery. You know, like they, it's it's there's like support system there, but then there's a misery there because of, um, let's say, like you know, folks that are stuck in certain small towns. And I even think about like the islands. You know, there's a, a lot of like addiction because um, you're essentially stuck on an island, right? Um, and then you get caught up in with addiction, and that's what a lot of people were dealing with. Um, we joked with the Rolling Rock, but there was like a lot of alcohol. It seemed like a, a lot of alcoholism. And then there was the, um, the uh, opioid addictions that was part of this story too, and multi generational. Um, but then it was all like, it all simmered together because all of them were dealing with some some form of uh, mental health needs and trauma, and then exacerbating that with like the. With with some of them with, with their uh, addictions. I mean, could you imagine like knowing the trauma of someone that you grew up with, and then just still kind of being around yeah. there and trying to just have a conversation, have a life, knowing that someone else has had like super huge trauma, like. Mm-hmm. For me personally, like I generally hate conflict or just hate talking about, you know, really tough situations with Mm -hmm. my friends and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, for me, I'd be like, okay, I'm out. I'll just move out. You know, right. But well, that's the thing where we're saying like you can't really ghost anyone, right? If you're if you're in a small town and that's your place of comfort, but also it's your place of like trauma. There's, a, there's not really any ghosting because there is so many interpersonal connections to that. It's not just you. It's not, it's not just this person who's a friend. It's like, that might be your cousin-in-law. That might be your boss. That might be your, um, you know, your neighbor. And, and I think that, that storyline, that idea of like escaping an area where what, all, like, what you're known for is your trauma, like, mm-hmm. or like what you're regular like like in families and in places like what you're known for is is you know 
who you are, right? Like, like that's who, you're known as this and escaping kind of the vibe and small town mentality of, of people. Um, it's part of like why people move away or what, like, and that's why like uh, mayor's daughter going away to college and like, like, so she won't have to live, you know, live growing up anymore. Like being the daughter mm -hmm. of mayor, uh, the lady who, you know, who had the yeah. high, highest most after, you know the the sister of the guy who killed himself mm -hmm. that's not who people will get her with being and i think right. that actually i think that's it's one of the things where people like move away to college like that's it's mm -hmm. baggage that you know have to carry with you and i think it's what when people move go away to college like they talk about how you know they they free themselves and change and they're 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 different and part of that is like you don't have to like be the person who everybody thinks you are anymore right you're different now and for the daughter like the idea of like you know it was really hard for her right to like to want to leave that environment even though it would free her of having to have this this yeah. weight of her family was carrying um yeah. but it, you know but leaving that weight is actually scary at the same time um mm -hmm. uh, so i i was glad that she was able to get away i mean i think the whole idea of like she she makes one little move one movie and she gets to go to Berkeley. <laughs> Another one of those like movie tropes, like, oh wow, you got into this great program. Hey, uh, out, out of out of state <laughs> students, um, they generate oh, more revenue for, for the school. So, <laughs> so yeah, fine. because having having a background in admissions, actually, I know that that's true. There's a lot of money to be made about. Okay, cool. So, national student. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I just on on one of the comments on on my Facebook post, uh, my friend uh, Fong said, can you bring up that college admissions don't work by calling a professor and magically getting in? <laughs> <laughs> that, was one, that was one of those like nitpicks that you were talking about. Like, like, oh yeah, there's no way you're gonna get into Berkeley off of one video and talking to a professor. Like, and, and the fact that it was like, it seemed that she applied and got in within like a three week, like a two week time span. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't know if Mayor has connections to um, Felicity Huffman. When, when I first heard about the show, it was all I heard on the radio was like, hey, Kate Winslet's um, the, a detective of a small town and uh, solving a murder mystery. And I'm like, ooh. So because I've, I've watched Broadchurch and other like kind of small town um, murder mysteries. And then the first, the... Um, the premiere was like had nothing to do with that murder mystery except for the end and it had to, everything to do with mayor and the town and the people and so like coming full circle at the finale of course there was more to it but like the beginning of it was like um with john being the being caught and um confessing on some level there's like kind of like this part of me that was like well maybe there's more more to this story but at the same time because they had spent so much time on the town itself as being the story and her life that it kind of made sense that they're just going to finish out the the rest of the episode the you know the 50 minutes left in the episode where it's just going to tie loose ends um the emotional and relationship ends um i thought that was cool i thought that was um because it the mystery was engrossing eventually, but then it really was, it started with Mare and the people and the town. 
and it ended with Mary and the people in the town. And then the mystery happened to be just, you know, fucked up. But then that that, that was had what, what happened. I don't know if you. Um, what did you guys think about that, or did you expect another twist to happen? No, actually, no. I I didn't think there was. I uh, I kind of didn't see the the last twist with the with the son uh, happening, and so that to me was like, oh, okay, oh, interesting. And it was. I mean, and that was another one of those like, oh, it's a, you know, like Mayor will know this because of the video and all the other stuff, and and that the neighbor like told her about the gun and all this stuff. So. A little bit, you know, kind of uh, outside the box on that, but, um, but uh, it it wove it well. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know I thought it was it was just going to be kind of like the resolution for Mayor as far as like mm-hmm. dealing with the trauma of of her of her background that that was really the, the driving thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of the story from the get was like they, they were carrying this this huge weight with them, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it, it it put it together well, um, and yeah, I mean, it showed like what are parents, you know, willing to do <laughs> for their kids, um, yeah. and are you know, in in all these ways, like what are you willing to do? What aren't? What are you not willing to do? Uh, and we saw kind of the extremes on both ends um, uh, throughout the series, uh, so that's interesting, you know, in regards to pop culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right. I I also didn't um figure out like there there would be that twist with uh with the kid um but then as soon as we were watching the finale it was just like okay so John did they she finds John and then I was like wait so there's like hella more time left in this episode okay so something's going to happen but I did love how, like, I already knew that, like, Lori would be completely devastated because John basically tore family apart. And then it was just like another gut punch that it was the son, right? Yeah. So I was just like, oh man, I was like, poor Lori, man, poor Lore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really loved that scene in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they could have ended with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have been the final shot when they fall, but then it had to be the going up in the attic. Like that yeah. was perfect. I thought that was like the, the best final shot in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening and the, the writer had initially written that scene, the kitchen scene to be the, the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but after kind of like going over the story again, kind of like, yeah, the um, her her first step to addressing her own um, trauma, which she had been, you know, avoiding throughout. That was the story. Um, one of her her main conflicts was her avoidance of dealing with um, her trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they added that. And then it it also makes sense that she would take care of Lori before she took. St- she took care of herself, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's certainly in her mo, right? Do we decide on yet? Like who who the um, the best dad? <laughs> oh, the best dad is definitely Frank, right? Yeah, he seemed like the best person overall out of all. Well, the best yeah. person. 
No, but like, I appreciated that there was that scene with the daughter, with her daughter, mm-hmm. and where he was just like, hey, I'm just checking in on you. Like, I feel like we haven't had time to check on you because of the, the Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a small scene, but yeah. it was kind of nice to see that. Mm-hmm. On some level, it seemed like he had dealt with it. Like, he, he, he didn't just accept Kevin's suicide and then kind of like bury it to so to let it eat at him mm-hmm. um where he wanted to address it maybe he did I mean you know it's he seemed to be at a more healthy space than other people were in this in the in in the town I mean that dude moved to like the house behind where <laughs> his son killed himself right like yeah. Were they still, were they together still when um, Kevin killed himself? Or was it, did they already separate before then? I forgot that element. Oh, I don't I, know. I think they were together. I think they were still mm. together. Okay. And I think it's after that that I, 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 I'm trying to remember. They, they didn't go into deep. I think it's definitely what, what uh, caused the, the, the friction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timeline on um yeah yeah Wait, and, and, and the, the red herring they gave for him too was also like he he you know he's a teacher and he like he knew that he could tell that Aaron wasn't in a good place either and had kind of offered her comfort got her some supplies like bought her like diapers and things like that like like oh like you know he was a human being who was who was being mm-hmm. kind, uh, you know, and, and all I got him was like the, that's a that's a suspectful eye, but it may I mean it's a murder mystery, you know. Obviously, that, that's kind of what happens. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, he, he you know, and he was, and it was also just like he, he, he you know he was just he was he was trying to be you know the type of person that to be kind and helpful to everybody. He was nice to Mayor's mom, you know, he was nice mm-hmm. to, he was, he was trying to help Mayor, like, you know, kind of get through that. Like, is he, you know, he, uh, the big scene where he admitted, like, where they got mad at each other, they got really angry at each other. And it was just like, that he, that it wasn't him that wasn't willing to deal with the trauma of their son's, you know, passing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, but it wasn't, that, it wasn't like he had shut her out either. You yeah. know, or like giving up on her right yeah yes you, you kind of can't when you you have that kind of relationship with someone one question for you guys would you watch this again yeah i don't know it was it's pretty heavy man mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I mean, and we haven't even talked about like um, the middle section with uh, with um, Evan Peters and all the stuff that was down with him, and like and his like role in 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 kind of bridging bridging the the episodes uh, and the and the the mystery, and then the how how it went down with him. I'm like, man, it was it was it was really interesting, really good. That that whole scene where they Mm -hmm. went to the bar, uh, and you know, and like 
but it, it like had totally been foretold. Like he wasn't a really good, he wasn't really a great detective. He kind of was getting by on other people's knowledge and other people's uh, know-how, and it and it and it burned him right. Like he mm-hmm. he wasn't the draw. He didn't he didn't get that 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 this dude was gonna was gonna come after him. You know, it was it uh, yeah it, it was they it they outlined it really well and like mm-hmm. how how like he you know he he kind of had had uh, skipped the steps right and or hadn't done the job you know mm-hmm. and it. Paid and it paid off negatively for him. Um, and then when Mar- Mary goes to the house, man, that was awesome. <laughs> to to the, the guy's mom's house. Oh yeah. Like, like damn. <laughs> I had no. Well, yeah. Well, I wasn't. I, I <laughs> like. I have no. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I don't know what she was expecting out of that. Um, yeah, and then and then right after that, she comes home, and that scene with the mom, like just comforting, yeah, there, was just like, man, that's. It kind of gives you a <laughs> glimpse of like, that her mom really does care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the mom was. I think I mean she was an important part of the the show, but also used mainly to just kind of lighten things up right mm-hmm. um but yeah mm-hmm. they have the oh, most but, uh, it, was, it was funny like go- going back to evan peters <laughs> i think somebody made a joke like oh he got a kiss but then it was <laughs> basically the kiss of death right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you should have should have known that at that point that um Things were not good for Colin. Well, I was oh man joking about like earlier in that episode when um when Gene Smart with Helen how there was such an extended like humorous scene once it was uh exposed that Helen had a, a an affair with um the older the older guy and like Mare was laughing hysterically. That was the focus of that scene, like you know, yeah. that whatever it was, 30 seconds or whatever. It was like such a um one of the lightest moments in the series. I'm like, oh man, I should have known that uh, some shit was gonna go down <laughs> later and like some really heavy stuff was gonna go down in the next uh at the but before the end of the episode. I mean, I, I stand Gene Smart man. Um yeah. I remember first seeing her in like Fargo season two um, Mm. and she was amazing in that. And then she was also in Legion also by the same showrunner. Oh my God. And. Wait, that's the first time you remember her? Come on, dude. Designing women way back. I mean, I I never watched that show, but when I looked up Jean Smart, I was like, I was like, oh, Jean Smart. I was like, oh yeah, I remember her, but I didn't watch that show. (laughs) 